0: There may be no joy in Mudville, but there's probably some of this actual mud. It's time for Cool Weird Awesome, the big leagues of strange but amazing stories. I'm Brady. It's Wednesday, April 13th. Baseball is back, a little later than originally planned, but hitters are now hitting. Pitchers are pitching, fielders are fielding, umpires are umpiring, all of them focusing on those bright white baseballs. Though If you look closely, they're not quite that bright. See, before a ball is put into a game in the big leagues, it's treated with mud. You may hear that and wonder, why make a brand new baseball if they're just going to cover it in mud? And if all the balls are muddy anyway, why do they switch out baseballs so often during games? Well, it turns out shiny brand new baseballs are actually a little too shiny. It can be hard for pitchers to get a good grip on a glossy ball. Baseball even added a line about the treatment in the official rulebook. But it can't just be any mud. If a ball gets too muddy, it can be difficult for batters to see, and that's a safety problem. And if the mud were to scuff up the leather, the ball would be no good. People searched for a solution for years, and then in the 1930s, Lena Blackburn, who was a coach for the Philadelphia Athletics, found one. He tried some mud from an old fishing spot near his hometown in New Jersey. It went on smooth without making the ball any less visible. So he and a friend, John Haas, started a company called Magic Mud. Over the next few decades, they sold the stuff to every team in the league. Ha's son eventually took over the business, and then it passed to his grandson, Jim Bintliff, who started helping with mud collection at age 10. He's still at it today. And he's doing it pretty much the same way it's always been done. He heads to a particular spot to gather up mud in buckets. He keeps that location secret, by the way, so if anyone asks what he's doing, he has explanations for why he's out there. It throws them off the trail. Bitliff strains the stuff and lets it cure for weeks, and he eventually ships it to the teams. Equipment managers mix it with a little water before rubbing it on the balls. A few admit to using their spit instead of water. Nonetheless, the balls are then considered ready for Major League Games. This is done hundreds of thousands of times each season. Baseball manufacturers have tried to come up with ways to change the finish on the balls so they don't need the mud at all. But so far, they've struck out. For the time being, anyway, that magic mud is still magic. You can learn more about the world of baseball mud at CoolWeirdAwesome.com and on Twitter at coolweirdpod. And coming up, do you think they use Magic Mud in imaginary baseball games, too? That's after this. Make cool, weird, awesome even cooler with your voice. What's your favorite weird world record? The strangest statue you've ever seen? The fun fact that nobody knows, but everybody should? Send us a voice message on the Anchor app. Or try a voice tweet. Or call our listener line at 603 717 four six five three that's six oh three seven one seven four six five three make sure to include your name and where you're from and you might hear yourself on the show welcome back some people like to fall asleep to the sounds of a baseball game on the radio but if your favorite team has an off day or gets rained out or whatever what do you do Well, you can check out the podcast Northwoods Baseball Sleep Radio. It's two hours worth of imaginary baseball without those extra loud commercials that can sometimes jar you awake. I'm Brady. This fictional game is so great. Let's pretend to play, too. Thanks for listening and come back again tomorrow for more cool, weird, awesome. Another helpful Brady Carlson project.